welcome back to the Empowered Podcast. It's just Emma today, but I'm going to be doing something a little bit different. I'm going to be doing a Vogue 73 questions interview. It's just me, so it's not really an interview, but if you've never seen these, these are videos that the magazine Vogue does on YouTube where they take a celebrity, obviously I'm not a celebrity, and they ask them just 73 random questions just for the audience to get to know them. So I'm going to do one of these. Hopefully Emily will do one of these so you can get to know each of us individually. It'll maybe be a little shorter than normal. I don't know, but I'm just going to hop right into it. Question number one is what are you most excited about these days? So while I'm recording it, recording this episode, I'm moving back to school this week. So I'm really, really excited about that, but just long-term, I'm excited about discovering my major in the next year, because I have to declare a major by the end of the year. So I think that'll be really exciting and interesting. Question two, favorite holiday? I don't actually celebrate Christmas. I celebrate Hanukkah, but I love the, I love Christmas. I love the winter holidays. I used to beg my parents to let me put up lights and call them Hanukkah lights. They didn't let me, which was probably good. But last year I got a cute snowflake blue decoration for Hanukkah to put on my dorm door and a um, Christmas colored ribbon to put on the door. And I thought it was really cute. This year I'll be home long before the holidays, but maybe we'll still decorate too. I don't know. I also really love Halloween, but I'd say the winter holidays are my absolute favorite. Question three, favorite season? I really like the fall, and that's a really basic answer, but I like when it's kind of cool, but sometimes you can still wear short sleeves with like a sweatshirt, and the leaves are all pretty. I really like beautiful nature, so fall, and then I guess spring. I really don't like the cold, and I really don't like the heat, so anything kind of in between is optimal. Number four, recent hobby. Um, So I've kind of been stuck in my house doing not all that much, but I guess podcasting is a fairly recent hobby, and I hope I'm doing a good job of it. If I could switch lives with someone for a day, who would it be? Um, I don't know. Maybe... I mean, my immediate reaction to anything about a person is Taylor Swift, but I'm trying to not answer that for everything. Um, I guess it'd be interesting to switch places with somebody in the government, see what really goes down. I don't know, just any famous person. Like, it would just be interesting to see paparazzi and that type of stuff. If you could have coffee with someone from the past, who would it be? Um... I don't know why these questions are so hard. I literally wrote them down before. But, I mean, I'd love to talk to Thomas Jefferson because he founded UVA. And I'd love to just talk to him about what UVA is like now versus what he intended it to be. I think that'd be really interesting, even though he's a very problematic person. I just, I'm putting that out there. He was a very problematic person. And that's, that's a fact. What is the best thing that happened this year? So, 2020. The good things have been few and far between, but I joined my sorority this year. That's one of the best things I did. And I started this podcast. So one of those two. 
Question eight, best way to decompress TikToks. TikToks take my mind off of anything. When I was going through Rush, it was super, super stressful. Rush is a really tough week. And so I would decompress by watching TikToks. And if it makes me laugh or it makes me think, it's just a really good way to get my brain off school, we're at rush, whatever is going on. What's the weirdest word in the English language? So it's not the English language, but my family and I, or me and my mom knew this word. My dad and my brother never heard the word charcuterie, like charcuterie board, like meat and cheese and stuff before I said it. And now we see it everywhere. I think it's French, but it's a thing we say, so I'm counting it. I think it's a really interesting word. And now we see it everywhere. It's very, very funny. If I had one superpower, what would it be? Um, I think flying would be pretty cool. Or teleporting. I always, when I was at sleepaway camp, I always wanted to be able to teleport. So I could just teleport home, say hi to my family, and teleport back. So I'm going to go with that. That'd be pretty cool. Who do you miss most? Well, Emily and I are separated now, so I miss Emily a lot, but also I miss all my friends from school, but I'm going to see them really soon. Who was the last person to text you? Um, probably Emily, honestly. Oh, no, I was texting with my roommates and my friend who goes to another school dealing with some interesting COVID stuff, so normally it would be Emily. She'll probably text me while I'm doing this. Who are three people, alive or dead, that you would like to have dinner with? Um, Taylor Swift, obviously. I'll just, I guess, I'll just do my three favorite musical artists because that'd be really fun. Taylor Swift, Haley Kiyoko, and Nina Nesbitt. I think that'd be a really, really fun dinner. And I'd make them all like teach me songwriting or singing or something like that. Not singing, I can't sing. Last book I read. I'm not so good at reading, but I actually, I just finished my book club with my club at school and we read Me and White Supremacy, which is, it's more of a journal than a book, but it talks through all sorts of anti-racism work. It's fascinating. It's wonderful. I'm so glad I did it. I'm so excited to look more into the stuff. I think it's a great, great book that everyone should read it I learned so much from it and then before that we read Just Mercy which is a great book great movie I'm pretty sure I've talked about that before book I plan on reading I kind of want to read the Twilight books now now that I saw the movies I know I'll be mad at myself for doing it because they're stupid and really long but I don't know I'm just really intrigued (laughs) um a book I read because everyone else in the world was reading it probably Harry Potter or Percy Jackson, which are both great, but I read them literally with friends when I was younger. So we all just kind of read it. Favorite TV show currently on TV? Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Although with all of the police brutality stuff going on, I don't know what that's gonna look like when it comes back, but it's really funny, really well done. I really, really love that show. And I hope they figure out how to keep it going. Question 19, favorite ice cream? Strawberry, I really like strawberry ice cream. It's controversial, some people really don't like it, but I like it. What makes you smile the most? Either being around my friends or Taylor Swift. 
I promise I won't answer Taylor Swift for every question. I'm trying really hard to think of other things, but she makes me really smile. First pet, never had a pet. Really, really would like a dog, but I've never had a pet. Worst subject in school, math. My high school math department was a mess and I'm really scared of math and I might have to take statistics next semester. So hopefully that goes well for me. Favorite game. I don't know what it means by game. I don't know, Pictionary's pretty fun. I'm really bad at it. And if it means like sports game, I like going to basketball games a lot. UVA basketball is really fun. Football too. Coolest thing in the world. Science in general, it's so fascinating. I, I really like science and learning how all these little things work. It's, it seems fake, but it's obviously it's not, it's science. So I think that's the coolest thing in the world. Cutest thing in the world, small children, babies. I love, every time I see a child on TV, I'm like, oh my God, so cute. My family's like, you say that about every child you see. So I really, I really like kids. I really want kids. Not yet, I'm not old enough, but you know, whatever. Favorite thing in the world. Um, I feel like that's a loaded question. I don't know, my family, my friends. If I had to think like material thing, I don't know, my car. That's a weird answer too. That's a really hard question. I, I, I'll go family and friends. I really do love them. One talent I wish I had, singing. I think my life would be infinitely better if I could sing. Because I could sing in the car, I could just like sing in front of people and not feel insecure. Like my life would be so much better if I, I'm not tone deaf, but I'm pretty bad. If I could sing, I think everything would be wonderful. One thing you still have from your childhood. I'm a little bit of a hoarder. I have a lot of things from my childhood. But I still have my American Girl dolls. They're in my closet. I can see them. I had one that looked like me. Literally doesn't, but her name was Emmy. Close to Emma. And then I had Felicity, like, colonial doll, because I really liked colonial America. So I, I don't really do anything with them, but I still have them. I like them. Question 29. What is your Patronus? I haven't taken that test in a really long time. I honestly don't know. I'm just, I'm going to skip that question. Last song I listened to on my phone. Let's check Spotify. Oh, yeah. There's always weird songs that come up after I'm done listening to Folklore. Finger Hush Shuffle, like, Spotify's it. So the one that's up right now is The One That Got Away by Katy Perry. I only heard 24 seconds of it. So that's the last song I've heard. Last thing I'm willing to listen to is Folklore. I still love it. Favorite song lyrics. Taylor Swift, Save and Sound, Don't You Dare Look Out Your Window, Darling, Everything's on Fire. Don't know why I like it so much, but that's always that's my song. That's always been the lyric I love out of it. If I was going to get a tattoo, I'm not of scared noodles. That's probably what I would do. Or every lyric of Never Grow Up, because that song makes me sad. What song would you probably be caught dancing alone to? Last Great American Dynasty? I don't know. That's the song that makes me the happiest off of folklore or also death by a thousand cuts that's like angry dancing singing sort of thing if you could work the runway what song would it be 
Um, probably, I think he knows Taylor Swift. Just has a really good, like, walking beat. I feel like it'd be good. Best gift you've ever given. Last year for Emily's birthday slash graduation, I made her the little box of, like, open when letters. So I wrote her little notes and said, like, open when you're stressed, open when you're sad, open when you miss me. And I, like, put them in a little bo little box, put a picture of us. And I don't know. I thought it was really cute. She always opened them and sent me pictures of her crying when she opened them. Um, then for my ex-boyfriend, I did like a little memory box of things that reminded me of like dates or conversations or something. And that was pretty cute too. I'd like to know what he did with that, but besides the point. My fashion icon. I'm really not that into fashion, honestly. I don't know, it's hard because I kind of just wear whatever clothes fit me, which is very little. So I think I'm my own fashion icon. We're going to go with that. What did you wear to your prom? Junior prom, red dress with halter top and sparkly things. That was a little too big for me on the top. Average, 5 out of 10. Didn't like it that much. Senior year, green dress from Lulu's that is literally just a giant piece of fabric that you can arrange the straps any way you want. I did it two different ways for my two different prom nights. Love it, can't wait to wear it again. Probably eight out of 10. Really, really love it. 37, who was your date to your prom? Junior year, random boy from a private school. Very long story, don't wanna tell that right now. Senior year, my ex-boyfriend, I went to my prom and then he and Emily went to the same school. So I went to their prom the next day. It was actually a really crazy weekend because my prom was a Friday night. Then I had to get up and go to dance at 10 in the morning because we had competition next week. And then I went to their prom and then we went and saw Avengers Endgame right afterward. It, it was a really fun night, but he was, my ex-boyfriend was a really great date. He was. I don't speak to him anymore, but, and I don't, I don't speak to my junior year date either. I only speak to one of my high school dance dates at all. I only had three. Not that important. Favorite movie of all time, um, Legally Blonde, Parent Trap, or To All the Boys I've Loved Before. I watched that movie like three times in the first week it came out, but Legally Blonde has been my like long time favorite movie. I also really love the Disney movie Princess Protection Program. That was my childhood favorite movie. And then a bunch of Disney movies. I have a lot of movies I really, really love. I'm a big movie girl. Favorite movie of the last five years to all the boys I've loved before. I also really like The Half of It, which is another Netflix movie. Really recommend that one. Movie that made you cry. I teared up at The Half of It a little bit. I don't really cry, but I just like really feel for the characters. And so I felt sad. I didn't cry. Movie that made you laugh the hardest. My family watches a lot of either really stupid comedies or really dramatic movies, but Pitch Perfect always makes me laugh a ton. If I could make a documentary, what would it be about? Either if I could make a documentary with a, with and about Taylor Swift, I would do that. But if I just had to do it on my own, what I could reasonably do, I would make a documentary about celiac disease, eating gluten free, that type of stuff. Because I'm 
really passionate about it and I know a lot and I think it's something that people are not as aware of as they should be. I wrote a whole research paper on it in high school. That's what I would do. Favorite TV show of all time, Pretty Little Liars. Currently, I already said Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I watched Love, Victor on Hulu. I really liked that. I'm watching New Girl. I think it's really, really funny. I think The Goldbergs is underrated, funny. There's a lot of really great TV shows out there. Um, and The Bachelor is, is crappy, but I love it. I, that's a more recent thing. I'm excited to watch this season. If I could make a cameo in any TV show, what would it be? Um, probably Pretty Little Liars. That would have been fun. I've seen the set. The sets are very cool. They were also Gilmore Girls sets, which is kind of cool. Best plot twist of all time. Um, I don't, I can't think of that many plot twists. I wrote a plot twist one time. I made a soap opera for theater class in sophomore year. And I wrote, the, I came up with the ending plot twist on like Skype with the writers the night before it was due. And it was like, basically it was this little orphan who was murdering people. It was a murder mystery, you know, as they are. And then there's this de detective trying to catch her. And then the final, final scene is the two of them in a spotlight and he like can't kill her. He drops the gun and she goes, I knew you couldn't do it dad and everyone in the audience like gasped it was wonderful so that my the best plot twist was the one i wrote i'm just gonna go with that twitter or instagram instagram i love instagram twitter really stresses me out i don't like it there who should everyone be following right now i mean this is probably asking for a celebrity but i'm gonna do this instead there's this account called so you want to talk about and it create it the owner of the account pulls together information on like really important social topics or politics or stuff like that. And I've learned so much from it. It's obviously not supposed to be your only thing you read, but it's a really great jumping off point for a lot of really important topics. So everyone, 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 everyone should be following. So you wanna talk about favorite food, anything sweet. And then it says favorite dessert. So I'll just answer that too. I really love brownies. Wait, actually, back to favorite food, uh, smoothie bowl from Juice Laundry. My favorite food ever. I've, I'm getting one this week. It's a place at my college that's gluten-free smoothie bowls and I'm obsessed with it. So that's my favorite food. Favorite dessert is brownies. Favorite band, not a big band type person. I'm appreciating One Direction more now that I'm older. Five Seconds of Summer is good. I don't have opinions on a lot of these. I don't really know what's up with that. Oh, you guys could probably answer this question before it comes out of my mouth. Favorite solo artist? Taylor Swift. Easy. If I could sing a duet with anyone, who would it be? Taylor Swift, except I can't sing, and that'd be really embarrassing. What would be the title of my autobiography? I'm not that interesting. That'd be the title. And then I would try to make it as interesting as possible. So people would be like, you know what? My title doesn't make sense. This girl is super interesting. I hope to do enough in my life that an autobiography would be interesting. Um, 54, favorite sound. There's this, I used to do this free yoga class at school. And the yoga people have this little thing called a sound bowl. And they like rub it around and it makes a really pretty noise. So I really like that noise. I don't know. I don't really have a favorite sound but that would be it least favorite sound 
really loud noises. I don't like really loud noises. Like screeching. I'm not a screecher. So I guess that. Um, favorite animal. I really like goats. I think I've talked about that. First celebrity crush. I don't know. Probably like Daniel Radcliffe or someone. I'm not a big... I couldn't even say I have celebrity crushes now. I'm not a big celebrity crush type of person. I'm not a big like celebrity person. I have my few that I really like, but just the whole culture as a whole, I don't, I don't really enjoy. Current celebrity crush. Um, I guess the V Diggs. I really love the V Diggs. Tom Holland. Harry Styles is cute. I'm not overly obsessed. I don't know. I guess I'd go with that. To V Diggs. Wonderful. What's your kryptonite? Um, I guess that's like what would like break me down into pieces. I don't, I don't like people being mean to me. <laughs> I'm really scared of people being mean to me. So I guess that's that. Um, guilty pleasure. Watching just stupid shows, stupid movies. I guess Bachelor, Bachelorette falls into that too. Most proud moment, um, getting into UVA. That was a really, really big deal. I refused to believe I was getting in, even though I had the grades and stuff for it, because it's just really competitive and challenging from our area. My mom went there. It was somewhere that was really important to me. And obviously, I went there. I really love it. And so getting, when I found out I got into UVA, that was, that was really, really huge. I think Emily called me, like, right away when I told her. So I'm, I'm hoping I, there will be many there, I'm proud of a lot that I've done, but that is just something that stands out as something that was really, really big in my life, and I'm really grateful for that. Um, biggest weakness. Um, I really, I really don't do conflict, and that leads me sometimes not stand up for myself or stand up for other people because I it's really upsetting to me to have to deal with any sort of conflict, and I'm also not just not good at speaking up in group settings in general. And that's something I definitely need to work on. Skill, still unmastered. Um, probably just putting myself out there in general. I'm definitely much better. I think it's a skill to know what to say, how to say it, how to feel more comfortable in those situations, in groups. I just, I have a lot of anxiety about stuff like that. And I think that could be improved on. What is the definition of misery? Being completely alone, not having anybody that you're willing to talk to about stuff that's wrong. That is absolutely the worst feeling because it's impossible to get past whatever you're going through if you can't or won't talk about it. I've tried to do stuff without having people and it's really, really difficult. So misery is being completely alone. I've never been completely alone. I have wonderful, wonderful friends and family who've always been there. But when I've tried to go through small things alone, that's really, really miserable. Biggest learning experience. My biggest learning experience has just been growing up. I don't know. I feel like I've been knocked down a lot of times. I There are a lot of clubs at UVA I didn't get into. It's my, just my biggest learning experience is being rejected from things. I've been rejected from so many things. I, I say I'm an expert at rejection because I didn't get on my high school dance team. I didn't get into 
one college that I applied to. I didn't get into the first two dance clubs that I auditioned for. And I didn't, I got dropped from a good chunk of the sororities at my school pretty early in the process. And then I got rejected from being an orientation leader at school. Like I've been rejected from so many things to the point that I'm so good at handling it now and I'm so good at giving other people advice about it. And that's something other people I think admire about me. I've been told that they admire that about me. And it's something I admire about me is how resilient and tough I've grown to become. That was a little deeper. Um, 66, what is your idea of a perfect date? I can't really think of a certain location or anything. I just know it doesn't involve food because with my allergies, that makes me really anxious. It just involves like going to like a ropes course or something would be pretty fun. But it would have to be with someone I already know pretty well. My perfect date, or it would honestly just be like sitting and talking with someone who I really, really click with. That would be absolutely incredible. An experience where you felt most nervous. Um, I was pretty nervous about starting college. I don't know. I think that went away pretty fast. But I was nervous about being separated from my friends from home who I'd had forever. And it went really well. I did really great. I got adjusted really quickly, but I was, and then rush was also extremely nerve wracking because it's, people are literally just judging you on your looks, your personality and what you have to say. And that's really tough, especially when it's a bunch of other teenage girls and you're surrounded by people. Like there are only girls on the campus. We came back early for rush. And so literally everyone, if you see it this way, I don't see it this way, but everyone is your competition. And that is nerve wracking on every level. And I'm glad I don't have to do it again from that side. At what age were you the happiest? Um, either 18, I had a really, really great year last year through everything, really incredible first relationship, wonderful friends. And then I started school and that was amazing. So 18 was a really solid year and a really fun 18th birthday party to start it all off. It was great senior year, great beginning of first year. Or like late elementary school, early middle school. Again, just great friends, great experiences. I really liked middle school. I did not look cute, but I really had a good time. I definitely peaked it like in like sixth grade or whatever. I got a bunch of awards. People really loved me, you know, all the things. But no, last year, 2019 slash when I was 18 was a really, really great, great year for me for the most part. 19 has been challenging. We're only halfway through that. My, my half birthday is in like a week and a half or something like that. But 19 has not been fun. One, question 69, what's one vice you wish you could give up? Um... I feel like mentally I'm a little bit judgy of things. That's not really a vice, but just like one thing I wish I could give up is my little internal critic of everything I do and everything other people do. I'm working on it. Um, if I could teach a college course, what would it be called? <laughs> I joke to my friends all the time that I should just create a major called Taylor Swift Studies because I actually wrote two nine page papers about Taylor Swift in my first year of college. One was a whole nine pages on the Blank Space music video. And it was for media studies. So it was like how it portrays 
the stereotype and the trope of the crazy ex-girlfriend. Then the other one was a combination of blank space music video, song lyrics, and the man, because that was also, it also fit into my topic, and it was like proving that Taylor Swift is a great feminist role model. That was also a really fun paper to write. So I would teach a class about Taylor Swift's career, and I think that would actually be really interesting. I really love her documentary and stuff. I just think that'd be great. If anyone would take it, I can teach it on Zoom. That'd be fun. Getting to the end here. Um, 71, if you could star in any movie remake, what would it be? Legally Blonde. I'd be horrible Elle Woods. I'm not even really blonde, but that would be so fun. The whole like, courtroom scene where she's like grilling her. She's like, so if you got really got a perm and if you got in perms your whole life, you would know that not be in the shower. And she's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to kill him. That would just be, that'd be such a fun role to play. Harvard lawyer, sorority girl, that cute little dog. I mean, I wouldn't do it justice because Reese Witherspoon is perfect, but I would love to do that. And last question. Oh, two more. Uh, if you were an Olympic athlete, what would your event be? I'm just thinking about my talents. No sport really works, but the closest to dance would probably be like rhythmic gymnastics, specifically the ribbon. I think the ribbon is cool. I really like rhythmic gymnastics. I kind of forget about it. I couldn't do the ball. I can't throw and catch or the hoop. I, I I'm not a good hula hooper or like, I don't have the strength for gymnastics, but that's pretty close. And I think figure skating is gorgeous. I unfortunately am horrible on the ice, but it would be one of those or like curling. I feel like anyone could do curling if you like learn. If not swimming. I'm not, I'm not very speedy, but yeah, one of those. And now the actual last question. If you could offer your 13-year-old self one piece of advice, what would it be? And this is hard. I have a lot of things to say to my 13-year-old self. I think she was doing pretty good, though. Just, like, I mean, back to the rejection thing. Like, have an end goal that's broad, and don't let any small rejection keep you from reaching that. So, like, I wanted to dance, so I just kept trying and trying and trying, and I think just remembering that rejection isn't personal is always something good. And just that the things going on in your brain happen in other people's brains too. And things that you're super worried about, you're not going to be worried about in a couple of years. Your friends really do love you, really do understand you. You don't need to keep to yourself as much as you will. And that things are gonna get crazy when you are 19 and in college um pandemics are real and they're gonna it's gonna happen to you right when your life is very very solid but I don't know there's I could probably do a whole episode on because I always I like to think that I've made my 10 12 13 year old self proud when I was that age, I definitely wanted to go to UVA, so I have that. But no, I think I'm a very introspective person. I think a lot about what I would say to my past self. But I would just say, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a pretty good job. Just be nice to people. That's always, that's always the most important thing is just being nice to people. 
so that is 73 questions. I hope that was a little bit interesting. I love talking about stuff like this. Feel free to ask me questions, whatever. Um, I'm not going to do a song of the week on this one, I don't think. This will just be a little bit more informal, but I hope you've enjoyed listening to me talk. Follow me and my wonderful co-host, Emily, who's not here, on Instagram at m.powerpodcast, and we will both talk to you again soon.